Choose your player. Hello, my name is Kelly, and I have been obsessed with Korean dramas since two to three years ago. The one word that sums up my obsession is dulobudum, which means obsession in Korean. I can't wait to talk about what I texted to you this morning. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I want to know exactly. Well, we'll just start right off then. Well, anywho, welcome everyone to another episode of Your Nerdy Obsession. I am Michael Owen Achenbach, as always, and we have a terrifying treat for myself today. (laughs) Not terrifying, I'm kidding. Um... On the podcast today, you heard her earlier, we have the giver of life to myself and to my (laughs) sister, Um, uh, a woman that when uh, she texted me this, uh, she also said, I think it will be interesting because of a 60 something year old woman obsessed with these things. Wait, 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 60, not 60 something. (laughs) Touche, touche, I apologize. Um, but yes, everyone, my mother, Kelly Achenbach. Hello, how are you? Hey, there's another Achenbach in the house. There's another Achenbach in the house. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be the battle of the loud laughs. That's what That's it's going right. to be That's right. That's right. Thank you for doing this. I am really excited about doing this. I, I hope you are as well. I am extremely excited. Extremely excited. What extremely. makes you, why? What? Extremely. So many things because I get to spend some time with you, which is always <laughs> exciting. And because I get to talk about something that just makes me giddy at 60 years old. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And you got your little little nook, recording nook that you have. Because yep. people who don't know is that you're a professional recording person. I don't I know. Would you, re- reporter? Would you be called a recording reporter? I'm a, new, I'm a news re- news reporter for a radio station that yep. uh, I do. I'm, I'm actually the news director for it and do all the news. Hair flip. Look at you. <laughs> well, nevertheless, y'all, let's jump into it. So my mother, what her nerdy obsession is, and we're going to dive into understanding it, is Korean dramas. Now, I'm talking about <clears throat> the television shows. I'm talking about those Netflix trailers that start after a t- show that you've watched saying that recommended this and they just start. Um Yes, Korean dramas. Mom, tell me, what is up? Why Tell, tell them. What is it about Korean dramas? So, what is it connected? Tell me, why, why are you obsessed with it? Why do you love it? So it's so funny because about three years ago, I just was flipping through Netflix, saw this show called, called Meteor Garden, which is a Korean TV series about teenagers in school and just about how their lives go and romance and stupid stuff that teenagers do. And it was, um, it was kind of, it was kind of like a train crash. You know, you got, you don't really like to see it, but 
you can't take your eyes off of it. So it was one of those things. It just drew me in. And I watched the whole thing. I think it was 43 episodes before the thing was done. And it just got me hooked on just their the acting and how they did stuff and and reading the subtitles. It's crazy. I never thought I'd want to watch shows where I had to read subtitles. But I now, agree. Uh, that's but a like, lot of what I do watch. Yeah, right. I can only watch even uh, American or English, like anything in English, period. I have to have subtitles on. I just I just need it, <laughs> whether it be a different language. I mean, I'll watch it in a different language as well, but I just need subtitles, period. Is really? that the same? Yeah. Do you not need subtitles? No. On English, just no. everything you in watch fact, now has subtitles. Right. What's okay. different, what's really interesting is um, I can't do anything else when I'm watching my Korean stuff because I have to pay attention because I don't understand it. I have to read the subtitles. But when I'm watching English shows, I can do, I can multitask. Yeah. So. Well, probably because, yeah, it's you're you're listening to it so you can hear yep. what's happening and you can just piece it together when you come exactly. back in and be like, yep. oh, we're in a different location. Oh, I remember they said this. Interesting. I want to jump back, though. You said about. Um, <laughs> it was like a I train mean, crash. No, 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 no. I, 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 I'm trying to be uh, uh, respectful to my mother about talking about age. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, well, no, no, no. It, it, it's more about the fact of these TV shows that you like, and it's something that we'll bring up. Well, we can we'll bring it up now, but we can talk about um, these TV shows that you love so much have a lot of high school or I don't want to say adolescent because it doesn't go back that far, right? But it is like that, like high school I, drama or, or or things. Yeah. So go when I started watching Korean dramas, that's what continually came up as suggestions was the teen angst, you know, high school, college type age group. But as I've gotten more into it, I'm, I watch a lot of different things now. I'm, there's, there's a lot of shows and movies out there that are adult, fully adult. Well, like, um, so they have not only movies, so they, in my research, I found they have different types, right? So they have that coming of age dramas, those type. you go for it, go dive into it. You have a list. So, I'm pointing at it. I like, have a list. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. Yeah. So, so I started, so when I started with Meteor Garden and then I wanted to watch more, I started looking for more and I started on the Netflix streaming uh, platform mm -hmm. and they have a lot but i have graduated from netflix just so you know now i pay for another streaming platform it's called rakuten viki and it only plays korean japanese chinese thailand uh, they actually have all over the the entire country but those are the ones that i focus on and um this this platform viki um get, adds new programming every week so every week there's a new exciting show that i can watch or two or three well okay um, so do you know if this is a live connection like how acorn tv or britbox is to the uk because like acorn tv and britbox apps are are li live streaming from uk platforms so you'll get yes. new episodes yes. is that the similar exactly. way here okay it's exactly. super interesting and um, Korean dramas, this is something that I found crazy it, how they release them, right? So they release them two at a time during the week. Um, they're 60 minutes yep. long. There's only one season per show. Generally, there's a couple that get a couple seasons, but overall 
it's like one season per show it's and very, yeah. a bunch of episodes. Like they really don't have a bunch of episodes. They have like an average, but like <laughs> it's just episode on episode. So which the I, average is sixteen. Yes, that's yeah. the average episode, sixteen. Mm-hmm. But I've I've watched thirty. I've watched ones with thirty. I've watched ones with eleven. So. Um, and they always say season one. So I'm like, oh, great. There's going to be a second season. But they almost always wrap it up by seasons, by series, the series 16. Exactly. Uh, the, 16 the episode, right? So the reason actually because of that um, is a lot of because they don't want to pay for a second season, uh, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, and it's like, oh, hi, Hollywood. Um, right. just, so they just don't want to pay for the cast and crew because they have that contract to just do one season. That's right. So right. super interesting way that they're, it's business related of how the outcome of these things are. But I also think the way that they're built is so bingeable. Right. And how you look at your apps Absolutely. and everything. So like Absolutely. you going in, like, you know, that there's only uh, squid games, one of the most popular ones right now. Right. It only has like nine episodes out there. You go in knowing yeah. nine episodes and it's a complete story done. Like, OK, I can yeah, do that in, yeah. in a weekend. Right. So yeah, right. To, to jump back a little bit on the the new streaming services you have and everything of that nature is there a particular type that each streaming service has like those coming of age stories those families like what uh, how did your how did your branch out how did your branch out happen so they have um all different all different um types of shows there's romance there's period shows there's drama suspense comedy um some i would highly highly recommend some i would like mm, i'll watch about three episodes and go you know what this is not this doesn't this doesn't do it for me so i'm going to go on to something else and on this vicky platform streaming platform there are so many options that you can do that you can watch three episodes and go you know what this one's not for me i'm going to go on and do something else or find something else um, for me what works is I will go to the program, I will read the synopsis of the program and then decide if I wanna start watching it or not. And they're very um, detailed synopsis on Vicky. And they um, they <laughs> they have a common theme too. There's like, I mean, if, if it's a romance show, they're all gonna be the same. They, I mean, it's like, they start out, you know, boy meets girl, girl meets boy, they fall in love, they have, a, they have a crisis in the middle and then they come back together at the end. Or one of them dies. It's, that is the way it is with every one of the romance ones. Now the period shows, the, I really, really am beginning to like them because I, I like the history that's within them. And uh, I learn a lot about the Korean culture, which is something that I have, you know, I started with K-dramas now I'm just K everything, just so you know. <laughs> I love I love K pop music. I love Korean food. I and Korean skincare. Oh my gosh. I could go, I could do a whole podcast on Korean skincare. It's crazy <laughs> they uh what they do. But anyway, so that that's that's kind of how I've I've uh, evolved into different types of shows is I started with this, I would call it in America, you might call it bubblegum teenage show. Yeah, oh, I, I, I also I, I coined the coined the term of uh, um, American novella in another episode that we did, right? Because it's not quite a soap opera, but it's not quite not a soap opera. <laughs> but it's, but it, it definitely has that touch to it. But yeah. it's also like very telenovela where it comes to like the larger than life aspects of it, right? And I think that's... Some of them do. Some yeah. of them do. Okay. Mm-hmm. What, um, I've gotten to where I like I like the ones that aren't like that as much. 
more, more now than at the beginning. Yeah. Are they more like real life now or like you said, yes, the historical yeah. ones? Yeah. We take or the historical really ones good. kind of out of it, but what yeah, type but are there's you? also fantasy ones that are really, really good. One of my most favorite fantasy ones is called um, The King Eternal Monarch. And it has one of my most favorite actors. His name is Lee Min Ho, and he is really fantastic. And he is just, I've watched him kind of evolve in his acting career because uh, he was in one of those teenage shows to begin with. And then he's evolved into this really great adult actor uh, and now he's got a new uh new show coming out called pachinko which people may have heard of because it's a very popular it's going to be very popular on netflix and um anyway uh, so that's one of my favorite shows and it's a fantasy and i never have really gotten into fantasy stuff um but this this kind of turned my um thought process around and i don't know if it's because it's korean <laughs> or not but it's they just do it really really well it's a really good show and for someone and i know this is coming we'll talk about this a little bit later but for someone who's just starting to watch korean um stuff if they want to get into it that's a really good show to start with yeah. the king eternal what, monarch what is it about the story that grips you so it's the second kind of thing about stories that you brought up with the king eternal and then about the other ones about the synopsises that they give you that are so detailed, right? So when yeah. you're reading that synopsis, let's throw away the the fantasy aspect. Let's throw away the the um, the cat. Uh, let's throw away the fantasy aspect. Let's throw away like the norm or the stereotyped storylines, right? Like what is it that grips you to be like, oh, this is something that I want to watch, or do you look more for like, Oh, this is a family oriented one. I want to go down this family path. I mean, yes, it depends on everyday stuff, but is there kind of overall question here is like, what is that common link that is making you follow each one of the ones that you like? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, when I read the synopsis, uh, like if it, if it's something I've seen over and over again, sometimes then I'm, I'm like, you know what, I, I've, I've seen that. It's just a different variation of it. But, but when I see something that is like a little different, it's got a little different storyline. It's got um, this one, for instance, he goes back in time and, mm. and meets the a king. person. The yes. King the king, he goes, yep. He goes back in time. He meets someone who saw something in the future and they they uh, their lives collide and they didn't know that was going to happen. And so then they start going back and forth in this time warp. And it's just very interesting because he's back in a different time period where he's a king in a, you know, in, in a country that has kings. And, and when he goes forward, it's like um, modern day Seoul, Korea. And so it's it's just a very interesting concept. And I, I that's what caught my eye for that. Um, some of the, you know, there's a, another show I watched, Crash Landing on You, where they, this woman, uh, um, unbeknownst to her, crashes in North Korea. And so the, it shows the difference between North Korea and South Korea within this show. And it's so stark and it's so um, uh, eye-opening to see the difference between the two cultures in the same country that that drew me in. And so it's those things that you don't always see in just your everyday American sitcom or, you know, family comedy that draws yeah. me in. I think. Well, and maybe not, um, 
uh, I hate to use the the word like that's desensitized, but not that it's it, 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 we've seen the American sitcom, right? There's the only thing that can surprise you in an American sitcom is if it's really good writing or yeah. if they take a trip somewhere, then it's something exciting, right? So we're yeah. we're in the inside looking inside in that sense. But in this in the, the Korean dramas, like you're on the outside looking into this world, learning about their culture diving even deeper into their culture. Right. And that's, yeah. you've touched on it, but like, let's, let's dive in. Like that's what is gripping you. And I have to say probably what keeps you interested in these dramas is the learning aspect, right? Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's, you're not only learning from those history themes and, and the, those stories, but also how they are as a people. Yes. Cause if yep. you watch our television, you can pretty much tell how we are as a people. So like this shows it that what, um, yeah. Talk about how the, the, the culture, I guess of it, or like, what are those things? Like talk about that love for you. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting to see the difference between a Korean culture and American culture. There's a lot of similarities, of course, but I think the thing that I've noticed the most is, um, families, are so honored within the Korean community. It's it's really something. Define um, honored. Yeah. So when they uh, depict a family, and let's say the the adult children have moved out of the home, um, when they come back, the honor that they show their parents is just so amazing. They'll, you know, the parents um, are just revered, respected, honored. Um, and I'm, and I'm, I know that happens in America too, but it's just so prevalent in everything I've watched. And so I, I've, I find that very interesting. The other very, very interesting thing is there are still arranged marriages in Korea. And um, that is a, a little piece that, you know, we don't see here. And um, those, those kids, those adult children, they do it. It, it's amazing to me that they're okay with that. Um, not all of them, but in a majority of them that happens and especially upper crust, upper uh, rich, wealthy families, yeah. uh, they, they do those arranged marriages because they want that wealth to stay, continue to stay. And Generational wealth. Yeah. 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 And so mm-hmm. that's very interesting. Um, and then one other thing that I really notice is the communities. So a smaller community in Korea, they know everybody knows each other and they're like one big family. And so if something happens to one person or a family, the community um, gathers around them in whatever way possible they can and builds them up, comes alongside them they also tear them down. So that I, I just have noticed that that in a smaller setting in a community in Korea, what I, what it's shown me is that um, they take that um, family neighborly family thing really, really seriously. Mm, I like that. Um, you bring up all three of those uh, interesting enough kind of have to do with um, words um <laughs> they they have to do with like a, a caretaking aspect right or, or family oriented or a group a pack right um a togetherness of it um this that i, I think that is what you're getting from the stories uh like the um 
uh, the messages, right? The moral of the stories that are coming out. Like this is what they're, they're, they're promoting. Like this is the life that is the ideal, right? We had the leave it to beaver time in, in, in the American culture. What I'm curious even to dive in more on the more shallow side is the culture aspects of like the skincare, the um, food, like, oh my gosh. Uh, uh, well, well, <laughs> well, I want to, so I, I want, I want to keep that. Um, I don't want to, I, <laughs> I like what you said about those three things. And I think that's, and, and, and I like it, but I think there's a difference between culture and what you said. I think what you said is more of a, a way of life teaching, right? Like um, something that I found in my research that uh, Korean dramas really focus on is a lot of the um, actually Confucianism um, religious beliefs, right? Um, and kind of their main themes. And those themes that you just said are like the main themes mm-hmm. uh, in Confucianism. Yeah, it's right? very true that their spiritualism uh, comes out in those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I, I look at that as not, about culture now, now I, I mean, understand what you're saying. you get what I'm saying. Not that I'm, yep, I mean, yep. I'm not no expert, obviously, but like that to me is, I think how I would look at how leave it to beaver or it's a wonderful life or, um, oh you mean God. a lifestyle maybe more than a culture. Yeah. Right. Because it's not, it, it might be mirroring parts of a family unit, but we all know that every family unit is different Correct. now, right? Yep, but I right. think it's mirroring like an ideal versus like for me, culture is the stuff that everyone is doing, right? Like not, mm-hmm. it's not all about like, um, cause a lot of that stuff that you talked about is also how they were raised, right? It's not yep, about yep. what's been thrown at them by the media, even though it mm-hmm. still is, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I would love to talk about food. I, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I liked, I liked your answer. I just wanted to, I just I wanted to clarify a little bit, but like, you. yeah, let's dive into what, yeah. What about it? What is the connection here? Like of these you TV shows, okay, so, because product placement was a huge oh thing gosh, in the crazy. research, like how nuts oh, it gets. It's crazy. So all the time there's, there's product placement in their phones. Always. There's no iPhones. There are no Apple products in the Korean TV shows. I'm just putting it out there. It's always (laughs) Samsung. Everything is Samsung. It's very interesting. And, um, the, the, um, skincare products they'll always shoot to the skincare product when she's like, when she's opening it up, they'll go right to what it is. Um, but the thing I want to talk about, about the food, oh my gosh, all they ever do is eat on these shows. They eat, okay, ramen noodles is number one, A, number one, ramen noodles Random. with a black bean paste, okay? That is one of the most favorite, it's called tetebaki, I can't even say it, tetebaki is what it's called, and they they love it, they love it, or uh, the other the other one they like is the, it's called, it starts with a J, I'm not going to get it right, but it's like a jimjangon, and it's a black bean paste on top of ramen noodles and um here's here's another little tidbit that you don't know but i talk to korean people every day oh do you through i do um we we have twitter and instagram in america and <laughs> in korea they have k i've got it here just a minute uh it is called k k cacao talk you can spell it too k-a-k-a-o K-A-K-A-O. K-A-K-A-O. 
It's their texting. It's their okay. texting platform. Okay. So they always ask me if I have eaten. Have you eaten a good breakfast? Have you had a good lunch today? <laughs> Is it just <laughs> random? I'm, well, let's go back to this. Are, <laughs> just random people. Like, what are we talking oh, yeah, about here? People I've met, like Instagram, you meet people and you t- and they talk about the same topics. So that's what this is like. So we talk about BTS or. Okay. Do you get, they can be like, you can group them like groups of people, not just like single stranger from Korea texting you. That is probably a hacker mother. No, 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 no. (laughs) Interesting. But so you probably, do they, um, is translation at least really good? So you guys could like share recipes. They can talk or you Um, like get stuff from them or. We do everything in English. So I don't know if they just use this, this app, Translates it for us. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Um, And maybe when I'm typing what I'm typing, it translates it back to them in Korean. I don't Mm -hmm, know. mm -hmm. All I know is what I see is English. Yeah. (laughs) But is that how you communicate that? Like you share recipes, do all that stuff? Yeah, to share that. We Like if there's something coming up or if we like something, we'll we'll let other people know about it. And um, yeah, so it's very interesting. And and they always ask me, have you eaten today? Have you had something to eat today? And I'm like, well, yeah, when that time rolls around, I'll eat. <laughs> but it's it's like an obsession. It's so food. important. Food is so, it's important. so important. It uh, is. It well, is. what um, is. what have you noticed in while watching these shows? Your uh, food, what has changed? Like, have you been adding certain things oh into your gosh. diet more? Or like, kimchi. Well, yeah. Kimchi. Mm. Have you ever had kimchi? No. I have not. Oh my gosh. <laughs> if you don't, okay. If you don't like cabbage, you won't like kimchi because that's what kimchi is. Fermented cabbage. I mean, also it, it, I mean, I, I don't like cabbage, but I've had cabbage that I've liked. So okay. yeah, I, I get it all the time. I love kimchi. It's, it's wonderful. Of course I like ramen noodles, but I don't eat them very much because they have a lot, a lot, a lot of carbs in them. So I don't eat a lot of carbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do, I do like that. Um, lots of fresh vegetables. And so I do, I eat all that too, but, um, bok choy. Um, Is it just these little dishes like this or have you started preparing these foods differently as well because of it? No, just little things. I just mm-hmm. add in with stuff like, like the kimchi I'll put in with a salad. I'll just throw it on top of my salad or, um, things like that. Uh, they eat some things that I would never eat, Like what? you know, like pig intestines oh, and <laughs> calf brains. <laughs> And things like that, that I just would never eat. <laughs> Is there also like, you like, you like seafood. The, 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 the I love seafood. Few per, the few person in our family, the, the one person in our family. Um <laughs> What well, is there you know, a huge? I just don't understand it that you like sushi but not seafood. It makes I, no sense. I don't know either. Just put th- something in a bite-sized form, and I'll just eat something. So, <laughs> um, I, I, I would assume that in Korean culture, that seafood is prevalent, or or fish because of yeah, them being fish. on the coast. Is there yeah. uh, nothing like that has changed in in adding to your diet or anything when it comes to food, or is it just it's become more like food just just constantly looking at it like wanting to eat it that's all it is <laughs> a lot like that because i have never tried to prepare i would like to try to prepare the the um ramen noodles with the black bean paste because uh, a lot of the people on this um texting thing that i talk with they love it they love it mm. they just say how good it is and so i keep thinking i'm going to make it sometime but i don't because i just keep thinking about the carbs <laughs> <laughs> how did this 
how did this transition? Like, I'm not going to get you started on the skincare routine, but what I'm curious about is how did the transition go from watching these K dramas to then like the food makes sense to me. It's a natural progression, right? Like, Oh, I've watched these. I've looked at these people eat this one dish. Let me Google it real fast. But like the skincare routine connection, that one's a little weird to me. Like how does this connection go from these K dramas into this, Culture. So here's what happened. Yeah, here's Love. what happened to me. I <laughs> I started me. watching these shows. Then I start looking. I, if you ever look, Asian Asian people are beautiful. Their skin is beautiful, and so I started looking for facial, like face masks, facial products that just really keep skin young and glowing and healthy, full of minerals, full of natural. C, C products. And um, I have started using the facial masks. So they come, it's an actual mask that goes over your entire face. And um, I've started using those. And you can tell Patty, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your skin looks great. So, <laughs> Thank you. so Thank you. but is it, um, these things have always been around. Are there certain brands that are like, Korean specific that you're getting from yeah. these shows that you can buy here yep. or is it find, I just, find lookalikes you know what I'm saying yeah yeah no I just go into the store and look for look for the product and make sure it's from Korea mm. so you can look at the brand you can look at the brand and it and it says China or it says America or it's but I personally buy the Korean brands and um, Walmart carries them so I can go in there and buy them and, and I do really like them. It's probably because of the ingredients like that all natural stuff that you said, that's yes. what's in these brands and everything of that yep. nature. So that's what I've found. Yep. That's what I've found. Do, do they, do they like practice that skin routine on these shows? Like how yes. did that just, all the time? Yeah. Yeah. They all, all a lot of the times the shows I watch at least somewhere within the show, a woman puts a face mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, random. Like, it is. I, know, I mean, they're it's like sitting around talking to their girlfriends and they'll be put a mask on to, yeah. while they're. Yeah. That's just part yeah. of their daily, yeah. daily routine. Yep. Huh, yep. I like that. What is, um, what is something about the show that you really dislike? Is there something about these shows that comes up? Maybe it's like the same trope, the same idea. Like we gotta, that, we gotta hate happen. things that we love as well. Right. So <laughs> I know. And that does happen. And I, and I mentioned that before, like if I read through the synopsis and it's like, Oh yeah. Okay. Same thing as this other show I just watched. So I'm going to pass on that. Um, and sometimes I don't, I can read the synopsis and go, well, that looks interesting. And I'll start watching it. And it's like, ah, oh, this is just going to be just like the one I like. And so there are definitely, there's so many that come out. So it, it is like an, it's overwhelming to go on like this, this Rakuten Vicky streaming um, platform and to look at everything. It's very overwhelming. So it's, it's hard to weed through. And I don't think that someone just starting, if they just want to go in and say, well, I think I'd like to just watch one and see if I like them. That's going to be overwhelming. So I have a little list when we're done here to, oh, to help those we'll, people We'll out. get there in, in one yeah, of those sections. What, um, I, I'm so curious and I'm trying to find this correlation. I want to kind of understand where this like obsession is coming from and the things that you, the things that not in a bad way, like that's the whole point of this, this show, right? right like right. I, I, I want to get it because you brought up um, 
the family, right? You brought up the, the, the way that they treat um, family units within their culture and what family unit entails, like a village or anything, right? Like they, they, how they treat that. You've talked about their, their culture and how they focus on that. Um, I'm trying in your past, did Korean anything come up? Like, I mean, you, you know what I mean? Like you grew up in a time of high school that was, uh, I mean, movified the eighties, right? Like it was truly like it was like, I mean, the eighties high school is movified, um, uh, trademark, uh, Ah! (laughs) um, but like you grew up in that era and these Korean dramas that you're talking about. Yes. The coming of age ones have X, Y, Z of high school of a high school TV show, but that's not what you're truly loving. So like, I'm, I want to, I'm trying to find where does this like want, like, what is this? Uh, Yeah, it is interesting. (laughs) So I don't know if it's partially um, the overtaking of America of K anything. You put a K in front of anything and it's like, (laughs) it's going to explode. K pop, K drama, K fashion, K food. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. it's all just kind of, grown into this everybody wants a piece of it so to speak um and i and i and i'm not sure that's what did it because it was three years ago that i kind of um became interested in it i i honestly don't know if there was any one big you know moment in my in my life that i thought gee i think i'm gonna start watching this and it's gonna change my life (laughs) no no not only that but like is there anything that it harkens back to that? It's like no. a, a remembrance obsession. It's just this new want, right? It's a new craving. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what I that's was getting it at. More. It's just something different. You know, that's what it is. It's just, it was something different. I got tired of watching American stuff, sci-fi. That is not my deal. And so I've just started watching this and it's become my deal. And the more I watch it, the more I like it. I like the actors. I like the, the different types of, storylines sci-fi and korean dramas do not go together uh and so that that happened tidbit of of a little fact for people while you said that it is mm -hmm. a very true statement korean dramas (laughs) and sci-fi do not go that well together to the point of there's probably (laughs) only one or two that are actually considered sci-fi in Korean dramas. Totally agree. Yeah, that's, that's totally a, that, true. Is, that is a fact. Yes, because <laughs> yep, I dug, and that was something I thought. <laughs> well, that was something I thought really interesting because of this 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 genre that accumulates uh, family, coming of age, um, business, fantasy, fantasy period. period, historical, like all these things. But sci-fi is something that they don't it doesn't connect, right? Or or, or like it's something that within their culture, it's not something that they go, they go crazy for. So true. It's Um, so true. Yeah. Super interesting. Anyways, you were talking about how, Um, yeah, I, I just really, it just really hit me in a place that I I wanted to know more about it. And it is interesting. It's interesting to find out about another culture and another country and um, how, how their system might work or how they're different from us. And um, so there is that piece in there of like the history and the information gathering and, and seeing that, you know, even though we're the same, there's a lot uh, of different things that are interesting. It's going to be interesting. This is, I'm very interested on this question because (laughs) women have your age. Um, When do you reveal that? Like, 
right? So, so when I, okay. So I remember the first time I told anybody that this was my secret obsession or my guilty pleasure was watching K-dramas. And I was at work. It was at work and in a room, in our staff meeting, actually at work. And that question came up, what's your guilty pleasure? And we all went around and it came to me and I thought, that's really the only thing. That's it. <laughs> I said, I watch K-dramas and I like everything Korean. And the room was quite silent. They were very surprised. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> but but now it's just now. Okay, so now at, at my office, I in when I'm in my office, I have Spotify and I'm listening to Korean music because you know what? I don't care that I don't understand it. I love it. <laughs> yes. I just love it. And so I'm playing that and my boss will come in and go, what are you listening to? <laughs> and I'm like, this, this is my Korean music that I love. Oh my gosh. You know, he's, he just makes fun of me all, all the time, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's what did you, uh, what did you buy today? Speaking oh of, gosh. speaking of Korean music, right? So, okay, so this whole um, start to loving Korean dramas, that's the start of it. And I've just kind of expanded into everything else that has become an obsession, anything Korean I love. And one of the things I've come to love is BTS, which is a Korean boy band. Now, many people listening may have heard of them because they have made it really big in America too. I mean, they've taken home American Grammys. They've taken home American Music Awards. They've been on the Billboard Top 100 several times. So you've probably heard of them. Y'all, I've Maybe. never seen my mom this excited about a boy <laughs> band. It's very strange. So in Korea, this is so interesting. The bands, the boy and girl bands in Korea are like almost, almost fabricated they are put in into a, a group home so to speak it's not but that's what i'm going to call it for lack of a better term um and they, they call it like camp almost in korea right camp, like it's a talent right? yes. talent camp it, or a star camp and they yeah. are trained i mean they are trained and then it comes down to auditions and when they audition you know then they pick who they want to be in this group well, this particular group, BTS, is one of my absolute favorites. Also, Seventeen and um, Blackpink, which is a girl group. I love them. So BTS is seven members, seven young men who are quite handsome and really sing well and dance like I have never seen in my life. If you want to see some excellent dancing, just go on YouTube and Google or on YouTube, BTS, and the, their videos will come up and you just, their dancing is phenomenal. So anyway, they're they're seven. The thing about American boy bands and Korean boy bands is they do not care how many are in, in the group. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we, we have like five or six maybe in our boy bands. And like bands. maximum I'm is what, probably what. six, yeah. Yes, this group is seven. 17, it's 17. There are 17 <laughs> young men in this band. Blackpink is seven women. It's so strange. Well, like good but for Korea for having the no one gets kicked out rule. I mean, they're just gonna <laughs> they're just gonna audition everyone right? and make sure they find the right group for them. That's exactly. what they're doing, Mom. <laughs> what's, yeah, and what's so interesting that I think the one of the reasons why BTS they started like in 2013 or 14, and they have um, they did not do well. They did not do well the first few years, and they um, 
have evolved into such a, an amazing group of of people as well as musicians. So they started out as a rap group. Three of the members uh, started it as rappers, and that's what they started as. And they were like bad boy rapper group. And their um, producer manager uh, told them we need to expand. And they agreed. And so they started, all of them started writing music uh, that they liked, putting it together, bringing it out. And now they've evolved into, they do rap, they do pop, they do ballads. Um, and they have also um, taken on, you know, uh, social issues and uh, e economic issues and the worldwide things that they care about. And they've come out and they've supported them, spoke out about them. And I think that has made a difference in bringing them to the top of their profession, because not only are they good at what they do, they also care about the world they live in and let people know that. Um, they were just named uh, Koreans ambassadors to the UN, the whole, the whole group. And they spoke at the, UN, the United Nations um, last year. So anyway, all of that to say they are going to do a live concert in Seoul, South Korea, three actually. And um, I bought tickets to the live stream in a movie theater 90 miles away so I can watch them live here in America. <laughs> So it's a three and a half hour concert and I'm going to go all by myself and I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> Every second of it. You're going to love it. Every second I am. Well, the reason I brought up um, uh, music at the end in particular, or, or yes, that's a, the, the, we could do a whole episode and I want to try to find someone that, that's solely obsessed with K-pop because I think it is super intriguing of how they, they uh, cultivate these stars, right? Cause that's really what they were. Give me doing. a few months and I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think what's really interesting to, to kind of loop it back around to uh, K dramas is they're one in the same when it comes to K pop and K dramas, because through the research I found is that the um, soundtracks are crafted for K dramas, specifically like movies where they are specific to them to the show like it's not just somebody Very threw in specific. a song here like it's written for the show it's made for the show yes. and and even yes. like the scores like they treat the television shows the korean dramas just Absolutely like we true. treat our movies when we have that yep. and yep. because of that the this k-pop insurgence has come because now this they're kind of mashing yep. together right well the the bts has just written two songs and they're one of them got is number was number one on billboards uh hot 100 last week uh for um a manga coming out that is just that's just coming out probably in the next i'd say month and one of the members of bts wrote the song and another member sang it and recorded it and it was made specifically for this manga that's coming out and so um that is so true and and if you go on to spotify and you type in ost korea all of these um tv shows and the the soundtracks to all of these tv shows and movies come up and you can just listen to them i could listen to, i just listen to those all day i just put them up there and and play I, them probably what i do you know how much i love soundtracks so yes yeah. um but i thought it was interesting and they are also like starting to have k-pop stars star in 
oh, different they have shows for as well. They have, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And then and that has happened too with the BTS boys. They've been in a couple of a couple of shows. Do they star in any, or are they just like guest appearance um, in them? No, the one that uh, V, his name is V. Uh, Taehong is his name, and he stars in. I can't even. It's H W A R A N G. Rang, the poet. That's that's a show that he is in. He stars in it. Nice. Um, yeah, and he sings in it too. So, yeah. yeah. Well, awesome. I have the last question. Unfortunately, mother, you you died. Um, <laughs> I and uh, I don't know why, but I got asked to look through your personal belonging. It's not like we know each other. Uh, so uh, as I'm going through your personal belongings, I notice a secret compartment. In the secret compartment, I find a box and I find a note. The note reads, whatever is in this box represents my obsession. What's in the box? A jar of kimchi. <laughs> I, will be, <laughs> I will be rotten, but it's in there. It's in there. <laughs> a container of ramen noodles. And a soundtrack to The Silent Sea, which is a TV Very show. nice. Those are some nice, nice three obsessions. Yes, that is a TV show. That's um, uh, that's one that I think I would enjoy actually oh, after watching it. So, so good. I want to take a got, take a. It's got another favorite actor of mine in it, Gone Yu. He's, I have my favorite actors written down here too to tell you. So, whatever. well, we'll get there. I know we will. That's fantastic. Will. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for this conversation. It was great. Um, with that, we're not done yet, though. It's time. <laughs> For nerdy knowledge. I don't know how much of this nerdy knowledge I'll know, but I will try. <laughs> well, uh, nerdy knowledge, like I've said in the past, I truly enjoy interesting and trivia facts. So I have done some research and you put me through my paces. This was hard, not because <laughs> of the lack of information, but because there was so much information and data and like just facts on facts on facts. Like there was a lot of interesting stuff. There was just like, Oh, that's a cool fact. So I, uh, we, we did some work, but we got it. Are you ready? Oh boy. <laughs> All right. First question. Obviously points don't matter. <laughs> on, on September 11th, 1928, the first televised drama in the U.S. aired called The Queen's Messenger with a running time of 40 minutes. In 1962, the first drama aired in Korea called The Gate of Heaven. How long was the gate of heaven. I really like took these questions as like, I'm going to teach people as well as ask questions with these. So good luck. <laughs> 65 minutes. 65 minutes is your guess. 15 <laughs> minutes. Really? The first one. Well, think about it. It was interesting that the first one of the queen's messenger was 40 minutes in the U S but yes, the first Korean drama, 15 minutes. That's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Next question. What are the three main broadcasting companies in South Korea? KSB. Korean Broadcasting System. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the only one I know for sure. 
that's fine. The other main two are Seoul Broadcasting System. You mm-hmm. could have guessed that one. Mm-hmm. And then Munha, M-U-N-H-W-A Broadcasting Corporation. Munhwa. Munhwa. Yes. Munhwa? The first Munhwa? one that that was KBS? in 1962 when they started was the Korean Broadcasting System. That's huh. still around today, which I thought was yeah. really cool. Yeah. All right. Next question. In America. The top three longest running television shows have 717 episodes, The Simpsons, 635 episodes, Gunsmoke, 507 episodes, Law and Order SVU. What is the longest running Korean drama and how many episodes does it have? We touched on this early in the in the conversation as well. They they only have one season normally. Uh, average is sixteen episodes. I'm stalling have, for I, you. <laughs> I have no idea which one it is, but I would say the longest one I ever saw was forty three episodes. That's the longest one I've seen. Do you know the name? Do you remember the name? Well, Meteor Garden had it had to have had at least that. They they were around forty, I think. Yeah, they were they were. It was the long one, but I've seen one. I just was looking through on uh, Vicky, and there was one like forty four episodes, but I don't remember the name of it. Hmm. Well, I'm going to say forty. Forty. The longest running uh, uh, Korean drama was called Likable or Not, with a hundred and seventy two episodes. Unheard of for a yes. Korean drama. How Unheard long does it, of. Did it say how long each one is? Because sometimes that, that's another thing that's very interesting is there are some show, some of the shows have 60 minutes, 63 minutes, 40 minutes. And then I've seen some for 22 minutes each episode. I didn't do that research. So I'm doing it. That's okay. I just wondered <laughs> if you knew. <laughs> it would be interesting know. to know a hundred and some episodes at how long are they? No. Yeah. They, they do say that the, um, they say 60 minutes each, but that wow. is more modern day of that like sure. average, right? So I'm not sure when this one yeah. is out. I'm not sure about that. Okay. Look okay. it up yourself, people. Okay, that's right. Google it. <laughs> um, Kwan Sang-woo, actor of King of Ambition, is quoted complaining about when he finished filming the final episode. When did he finish filming the final episode of King of Ambition? You don't have to give me a date. There's just something special about it. His birthday? No. So uh, Korean dramas, (laughs) Korean dramas do something called live shooting style. He actually finished filming the final episode 30 minutes before it aired on television because the live shooting style of uh, Korean dramas, normally they're shooting hours up until the day. And in America, we do a pre-production style of shooting. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So Isn't he's quoted that saying interesting. that super interesting and also makes a lot more sense of probably why product placement is so poignant in each one of them as well, because they can get direct. Hey, oh, I'm yeah. going to put my product that's brand new into this episode. Exactly. I can plan accordingly, exactly. right? Yeah. Um, yeah. 30 minutes before it aired, you're doing a last take. How hilarious. Oh, man, <laughs> I would be complaining too. <laughs> um, what are the three main themes of a Korean drama? We did talk about them kind of abstractly earlier, but what are like the three main themes of a Korean drama? Well, I would say the first theme is uh, I'm not gonna I'm not sure how to word it. 
it it gets you where you're at like like the 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 place time the when what where how is the first thing and then it goes into what i would call the i think um, i think you're thinking too hard of what themes is okay, okay. <laughs> what i mean is just what share, is just share with us <laughs> the the main themes of a korean television drama are friendship oh. family values and love <laughs> Okay, I talked about all that already. Yes, exactly. I was overthinking. I said that. You were very much overthinking this. I feel like I knew that answer. You did. You did. Also brought up. um, However, it's it's an emerging trend amongst Korean dramas to showcase ongoing societal issues is how they put it here. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that was a word. Mm -hmm. Societal issues. Oh, that's what Mm -hmm. it looks like. I didn't, yep. I've never seen it written before. Societal <laughs> issues of uh, Korean society, such as stigma of mental in- illness, gender inequality, suicide, classism, bullying, spy cameras, corruption, homophobia, or racism as mm-hmm. well are becoming more mm-hmm. poignant in it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have watched a few that have the suicide um, piece to it, and they're, they don't hold anything back. It's very interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. suicide being the main uh, catalyst of the story. Yeah, yeah. They're they're it's it's really sad and it, but it's very real the way they portray yeah. it, which I I appreciate because yeah. they don't sugarcoat it. They put it out there just the way it is, and yeah, yeah. and Sugar, all the, the ripple effects. That's really nice. That's that seems to be a pattern in what you've talked about a little bit too about the realness. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, these, yes, they might be in the fantasy realm. They might be a little fantastical or they might be a little larger than life, but like, they're still very real in terms of the issues that they're dealing with and they don't shy yep. away or anything. You've talked yep. about that. Nice. Yep. Certain ones. Yep. Certain ones. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. All right. Next question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many uh, points do I have now? Uh, no, points don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> on average an american tv show can six consists of six to seven seasons and 20 to 26 episodes each korean dramas normally only have one season of each show what is the average count for a korean drama 16 <laughs> that is correct good job <laughs> I knew that one. <laughs> series, so series that are set in contemporary times typically typically run for a single season and usually contain 12 to 24 episodes, mm-hmm. 16 being the average, 60 minutes each. The reason they say contemporary is because historical, they say, are do tend to be longer, right? So, they do, yep. Yeah. They're so interesting, though. Uh, they are so interesting. I, I do love a um, uh, uh, TV show or movie based on real, uh, real events. Mm-hmm. Like, I do yep. love those. Those are my yep. Those are what I do live. Um, Being an actress in three of the top 50 most watched Korean dramas of all time, they are Hurjin, How Is Your Husband, and First Love. Ya Jung Young started her career in 1967 in the show Mr. Gom. Mm. She then went on to break records in 2021, being the first Korean actress to win and be nominated for what five awards? I have no idea. Was she in Penthouse, though? Was that the show that she got awards for no. this past year? No. Really? Hmm. Think of Not first, the Red Sleeve, either. first Korean. Yeah, the, it was the first Korean to win these five awards. 
are they Korean awards? I, I wouldn't no, know. No, I any. never said that. Really? <laughs> no, I'll, I'll tell you what they are. Kind oh, of a wow. trick question. It, 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 oh, this, really? It, it, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> All um, of these are trick to me. <laughs> well, uh, this is the woman that won for Best Supporting Actress um, last year for Minari. Um, oh. She was all. She also won the Screen Actors Guild Award, the Indie mm-hmm. Spirit Award, the British Academy Film Award, and it's the first time that a Korean actress has won those four awards. But wow. she was also the first to be nominated for the Critics' Choice uh, Award for a Supporting Actress in a Movie as well. Wow, what movie? Minari. All of those were for Minari? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the only thing she was in um, last year, or Minari. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting. Super interesting. Also, her career uh, is five decades long. Her first yeah. TV show being 67. Um, and she's still going strong because she's in that new show that you mentioned that starts with a P. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, oh Pachinko. 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 Yes. She's star. Yeah, she's yeah, in that yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. She's in that as well. Right. Lee Min Ho is in that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah Pachinko. Yeah. Pachinko. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's in that oh, as well. She's in so that. She's com- okay. Yeah. She's coming out in that. Okay. Um, all right. Next question. What special, <laughs> oh, dear. what special thing happened to the words Haiyu and Korean wave in 2021? <laughs> your confusion what? i like i like get what some special, sick obsession s- having people not be in my brain sometimes <laughs> say, say that again say what again. special thing happened to the words haiyu and korean wave in 2021 i don't know i mean you could probably take in a guess that they were just put in the dictionary because that's what they were really <laughs> the words what about fighting what about fighting no, that should be in the dictionary on. so the, <laughs> the word haiyu and korean wave are mean essentially the same thing have you heard korean wave before no um, nope. so, so what this is, is exactly what we were talking, what we have been talking about this whole podcast is the idea that the Korean culture, because of Korean dramas and K-pop has been overtaking the world since the nineties, mm-hmm. this has been going on and it's been called the Korean wave or in the Korean culture, it's called, <gasps> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. um, and finally last year they added this term Korean wave into the dictionary to talk about how it's been overcoming because it does, it did, it took on India really quickly in Thailand and, and Singapore and, and, and it's just been swallowing up the word globally that way. It's crazy. It is, it is crazy. All right. Put a La- K in front of it. <laughs> last, <laughs> last question. All right. Whew, I'm sweating. <laughs> According to a Forbes article on Netflix, Name five of the most viewed Korean originated television television shows. So these are all on Netflix. And I just I want you to name. I go down my list. I wonder that's if fine. I, I that's fine. I just want you to name five of them. So go for it. Ho- hometown Cha Cha Cha. Oh, not on my list. The King Eternal Monarch. Not on my list. Crash Landing on You. Squid oh, Games. Man. That one's on my list. <laughs> um, oh, Hometown Cha 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 is on my list. Yes, I was going to yes, yes, say, yes, 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 that's yes, a, that yes, was yes, kind yes, of a yes, big yes, one. Yes, yes, yes. The King's Affection? Nope. I mean, these are probably shows. 
I yes. just want everyone to know they just aren't on my list. So please so that, look that them up. Five. That was five. That was five. That's fine. So the ones I have are Squid Game, Hellbound. Oh, Mom. I didn't watch that one. You didn't watch that. One. My name. Oh, that's a good one. I did that's watch that one. one. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Vin, 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 Vincenzo. Vincenzo. Is it Vincenzo? Vincenzo. Yep, okay. that's a really good one too. Sweet Home. Hmm. Love Alarm. Uh. Nevertheless. Uh, really? That surprises me. That yeah. I liked. I liked it, but it's a little weird. The, yeah. the the ending is really weird, but it's it's okay. It's when okay. you say weird, is it like sci-fi weird? Is it just no, not no, normal? No, no, no. It's just right. Yeah, it's just like oh, this is how they ended it. Nah, okay. that was that kind of a thing. Oh, and it's then the, it's the eighth hometown cha cha cha. Hometown cha cha cha. Hometown cha cha cha. Run on. Oh yeah, that's a great one. That's a good one. And then Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I didn't watch that one. P-H-U-S. Yeah, okay, cool. Yep, Sisyphus. Nice. Well, I think you did a beautiful job. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you Two did points. great. If anything, if anything, we learned something today. That, you know, that's so. true. I learned more than I knew before. <laughs> well, we're not done yet. The last thing we're going to do is talk nerdy to me. Yes, I'm excited about this. Talk nerdy to me. Okay, so the first one. Your top three. I would like to know your top three favorite actors. Oh, yes. My top three. So I have three favorite actors and three favorite actresses. Can Great. I do that? Yes, please. Actors, Gong Yu. Can Lee you, can, because Gong, people are not yeah, familiar, name yes. some shows they're in. Yeah. Gong Yu is in Squid Games. Squid Game. Squid Game. The, he's the main actor in The Silent Sea superb job he does a superb job in that show and then he is also uh in one of my absolute favorites called the guardian the one and only god it's a great show lee minho <laughs> the king eternal monarch boys over flowers it's the only two i can think of right now park bogum is in um run on the one you named from netflix um, he's also, uh, I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it's, it's running right now. Um, but he's a, he's a photographer and he meets a woman in another country and then they come back to Korea and they run into each other. But anyway, Park Bogum, uh, actresses, Susie Bay. She was in startup. Great, great, great show. Um, she's probably one of the more well-known, um, contemporary Korean actresses. Uh, she's also a model, Susie Bay. Uh, Park Min Young, she played uh, What's Up with Secretary Kim. And um, she's in one I'm watching right now. Uh, I just started it. 2530, I think it's called. Anyway, and then Son Yi Jin, who is in 39. She was in Crash Landing on You. Um, and I think... She's in Dodo Sol Sol La La Sol. That's one of my favorites. So nice. Yeah. Um, Desert Island question. This one is a little bit different. I kind of kind of put it on its head. If you could live in one of the shows that you like watching, what show would you want to live in? That's not on the outline. Right. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't prepared. My brain is blowing up. Just a minute. Let me think here. Um, 
I, I would probably do the King Eternal Monarch. Just I like that where it's you can go back and forth in time. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, I like that. Um, so the next uh, one I have is top event. Now, I was going back and forth on this. So tell me what you would like to give for this. I want to know what is the top antagonist or bad storyline or what is your top storyline let's do the top storyline i feel like it could be either if it's bad or not unless you do have a specific baddie in mind i don't okay well i like the storyline of the silent sea because it's set in the future and um it's in it's in I don't want to give too much away, but it's set in space and it's really interesting how they deal with what they've gone there for. And um, it's got, you know, intrigue. It's, it's pretty intense. Uh, it's um, got twists in it that you don't expect. So you're, you're kind of, it really does keep peaks your interest as you're watching it. Um, I really, really like how they've written that, that show. And, and um, the first season is done and I'm, I can't tell you. I'm just waiting with bated breath for season two. I cannot tell you. Now, I've also seen Squid Game, which I, I thought was very well written. And again, I'm waiting for season two. But if you do not like blood and gore, you're not going to like you that show. You watch that show? You hate blood and gore. Right. And I hate it. But th- this is a little it's a little different. It's not just for the sake of blood and gore. There's a storyline to it that is so intriguing and so interesting i i just think this this could really happen and it's scary to think it but um that's that's it's just so intriguing that's why i like it yeah nice um where does one start if they want to get into this how should they start what show go yeah go (laughs) she is mouthing all of these things before she talks people like we aren't here (laughs) (laughs) i'm just so excited to talk about it so um, i would say it (laughs) i I would start on netflix for sure um just because it's a normal streaming platform out there that most people have access to this is probably we'll probably we'll we'll probably i apologize we'll probably answer two of these where does one start and the best places to find Right. So that Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Right. Because it's the same thing, right? It is. But now I started with that show Meteor Garden that I talked to you about. I would not start there if you're a starting person, because in retrospect, it's just not the best thing out there. And so you might get bored with it and it's long. Um, I would start with something more like uh, what we talked about, you know, um, the King Eternal Monarch crash landing on you. Uh, Cinderella and the Four Knights. If you want something very bubblegum pop, you know, teenage fairy thing. tale, Home, yeah. yeah, hometown cha 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 is great. Um, but anyway, Netflix, these are all Netflix shows, and uh, that's where I would start. Also, though, I'm kind of excited Disney Plus is going to come out with their very first K drama, uh, in a few months, and I am so excited about that because I honestly think think once disney plus starts it they're they're going to just continue because it's just like we talked about you know it's just kind of taken over and people like it and i'm really looking part of that that k wave um (laughs) what is a random fact about k dramas or korean dramas that you have so a random fact i thought about this for a little while um it's it's really interesting that in korea the actors does not matter who you are and same with the the musicians it doesn't matter if you're a, if you're a male and you're within the ages between 18 and 25 27 somewhere in there you have to take 18 
to 24 months off for military duty, no matter what, no matter where you're at in your profession, they don't care. You have to do it. And so uh, what's so interesting is one of the actors that I follow, Park Bogum, he just came back from his military service. So that's, you know, up to two years out of his profession. And now he's got to break back into it, so to speak. He's super good. He's not going to have a problem with that. But um, I just think it's very interesting that that happens no matter who you are. Yeah, no exceptions or anything like that. Yeah. No exceptions. That is a good fact. Um, You've brought these up already, but we'll just mention them again. Where's the best places to find these? What were those three apps that you mentioned? So Netflix, um, Rakuten, Vicky. Spell that. Is the other one. Um, It is R-A-K-U-T-E-N, and then all caps, V-I-K-I. All right. Yeah. I thought Those that was two. two. Rakuten Vicky is one. Oh, right. I thought that's that one. was three. I, okay, cool. They just, yeah, and they always just call it Vicky. Once you're on there, they yeah. just call it Vicky. But okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, fill in this blank. If you like blank, then you will like Korean dramas. <laughs> I thought you said you had a last. And I this is you the one knew. I didn't have. This is the one I didn't have answered because I didn't understand it. Now I understand it. Well, it can be. It, if I like it, blank, I will like Korean dramas. Yeah, and it can um, be abstract. It doesn't have to be yeah, like specific yeah, yeah, yeah. things. It I can know, be conceptual. If I like new and interesting things that are not the norm in my life, I will like K dramas. Love that. Love it. All right, you've been so excited for this last one. If you know, you know. All right. Tell us. Tell or tell the people that are also obsessed with this. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Gong Yu is the best guardian. Lee Min Ho will always be the king. Bang Ten boys hold a special place in our hearts. <laughs> Lovely. Thank you so much, Mom. <laughs> This has been a great <laughs> chat. No, it's truly, it makes me want to watch some of them. I want to understand it. Um, thank you. This, your time. And thank you so much. It was so much fun. You didn't ask one question I had oh. ready for you. Okay, go. Obsession in one word. Oh, it, 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 it's coming. It's coming. Don't oh, worry. Oh, we'll see. It's coming. I thought you were done. You just said oh, thank I, you. Well, we, I mean, I gotta, there's some sort of podcast magic, mom. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we're going to say bye now. <laughs> Thank you, Mom, for doing this. I appreciate it. It was awesome. Uh, Everyone, go watch some K-dramas, man. (laughs) Bye.